Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast with me. Yes, of course, him with the stupidly long hair. Get it cut! No, mind your own business, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with news from the England camp where Gareth Southgate has said he's not sure whether isolating players Mason Mount and Ben Chilwell can play against the Czech Republic tonight. They're both staying away from the rest of the squad after close interaction with Scotland's Billy Gilmore following Friday's goalless draw. The Chelsea teammate has tested positive for COVID-19. Southgate says they're in discussions about the situation. We had worked with the players this morning on the training pitch, so of course then you find out as you finish that this is the situation, so I can't say it isn't disruptive. Of course, we don't really know at this point whether they might be okay for tomorrow or they could be out for 10 days. What's it done to the to the group morale? Because already there was a lot of negativity after that Scotland game, and I know you've worked really hard to try and turn that around with the players talking to them about other teams that that haven't you know that have gone on to have successes in European championships in the past as well how's everyone doing well they're good the negativity isn't inside the camp so of of course there'll be some players who would like to be playing more but in terms of where we are in the table and where we are on the road to qualification and how the players are and all the staff every day yeah people might be surprised but we're actually enjoying ourselves enjoying our football and um, cracking on really on to the game itself of course which is live on Talk Sport tonight from 7pm Harry Kane's former Spurs team Andros Townsend has backed the England captain and believes he needs more service we'll hear from the X3 Lions fullback Mickey Gray he didn't play for England did he I mean, he's famous for missing a penalty did he pulled on the what once or twice Not anyway Mickey Gray will be joining us in a moment but first Lee Dixon urges Southgate to stick to Kane. Kane, 2-1 to England, and in stoppage time, they surely have the victory. Harry Kane, captain fantastic. When you've got a goal scorer like he has up front, and I've played in teams with, with Ian Wright, for instance, where he's not playing particularly well, and if you ask all the players before the game, should we pick Wrighty because he hasn't scored for a few games and he's, he's, a bit, you know, he's a bit under par? You'd pick him every single time. And it puts me as a defender in a really nice, comfortable place, knowing I've got somebody up front who knows his job inside out. Whether he's playing well or not, he'll get one chance, and it might be tomorrow night, and he'll put it away. So it settles the whole team down, even though they might not be playing at his best. It's Kane! 
Kane! Oh, he's missed it! Going into this competition, he was one of our world-class players. In a year's one of the best centre-forwards in Europe. Yeah, it didn't work for him in Scotland. Probably didn't work for him in the first game of Croatia. He's probably getting a little bit frustrated himself. But I think that it doesn't just boil down to Harry Kane. If you're a sole centre-forward, you are relying on wing-backs, full-backs, forward-pushing mm. midfield players, your number 10, to provide that service for you. But look, in my eyes, I think it's a matter of time before Harry Kane scores goals. And it wouldn't surprise anybody if he gets more than one. We're not talking about a striker who's had six good months and then fallen off. We're talking about a striker who's done it year in, year out for the last four or five years. So for me, if Harry Kane is not scoring goals, it's not Harry's fault. Six touches in the box. What do you expect him to do? Get the ball from halfway line and, and run it to exactly. the, in, into the opposition's box. That's exactly. not his game. And Harry Kane back in the side, back among the goals. Harry Kane is one of the most prolific strikers in world football. There's no loyalty to Harry Kane by playing him against Czech Republic. He has to play. He's your best player. What you need to do is because you've now got the buffer of you've already qualified, you need to use this Czech Republic game to find ways to get the best out of Harry Kane. Whether that be play Grealish, Rashford, Sancho, I don't know. England are not winning this tournament if Harry's getting six touches in the box. What was the thinking behind revealing Harry Kane would start? I was asked. <laughs> so I thought rather than lie and, um, you know, try and cover it, I would explain that, yes, of course, he's starting. Now, don't ask me about another 10 names because I'm not going to do any more. But, um, you know, he's a hugely important player for us. He's our captain. He's our leading goal scorer by a million miles. We've got to get him going and he's looking forward to the game. Now, the Watford skipper, Troy Deeney, has told Southgate to pick more attacking players and let them flourish. Here, here. I don't see that happening, though, of course. Anyway, this is Simon Jordan who questions whether the three Lions boss can perform under the country's new expectations. New expectations? Hmm, I think they've always been the same. No expectation in 2018. Southgate sailed through. He now has expectation. He will be the difference between whether England are ultimately successful in this tournament and not because his selections, his ability to get his team to be cohesive, his, his ability to get his players to play in a certain way will be determined by the England manager. And we will see whether Gareth Southgate has been propped up by false narratives and a World Cup where we only beat people that we should have beaten. And we are in a tournament now where people expect us to do well. It's a night of immense frustration for England. One shot on target. They simply didn't do themselves justice. I've never been a fan of the two holding midfielders for England. Oh. We've got so much attacking talent. Let them go and flourish. Go and take teams on. And if we lose, we lose. We did it in Euro 96, we lost. But it captured the fans' imagination because we were going forward, we had attacking players, and we're like, we're going to outscore you. And I think that's what we should do. Now, in the other game in Group D, Scotland must beat Croatia, a game you can hear live on TalkSport 2 to qualify for the knockout stages. As we mentioned earlier, Billy Gilmore won't be available due to his positive COVID-19 result. This was the reaction from manager Stevie Clark. And this will break the heart of every Scotland fan listening live on TalkSport. Because it's just come out of the Scotland headquarters in the last few moments. Billy Gilmore has tested positive oh, for COVID-19. No. He's upset, as you would expect. Uh, asymptomatic, no, no symptoms. So hopefully his health will, will hold up. He won't have too many symptoms. Uh, and he'll get back to playing as quickly as possible. Obviously a blow for us in, in terms of the team, but a chance for someone else. The bulk of the work's been done over the over the pre-camp, over the, the training days earlier in the tournament. So we, we've done the bulk of the work. I think you, you saw for yourself, the, the team know exactly what they're doing. 
when they get to the pitch, both games, the teams have been organised. They, they know what they're doing, they know what they have to do, and that will stand us in good stead for the game tomorrow. Now, we'll hear from the Scotland centre-back Liam Cooper in a second, but first, this is the former Tartan Army midfielder Charlie Adam, who's confident they can get a result over Croatia, which, of course, they won't. We're at Hamden. I think that the Croatians, I think their age, they're a group of players that are probably just the tournament too much now. I think it's important that we start with the tempo we started on Friday night. If we show that intensity and that discipline, then we'll cause them problems. Are you conscious that goal difference could be critical? If we are maybe 1-0 up or we do need extra goals, that message will be onto the pitch to us. I'm sure people will know what's going on elsewhere. Obviously, the lads on the pitch will not know that, but if that is needed, the message will come on the pitch and we'll go hell for leather. And this is the fallout from Group B, where Denmark beat Russia and Belgium finished top of the group after their clash with Finland. talk about Denmark going through to the knockout stages. What a performance, what an atmosphere. It's Denmark who will go through its second place in Group B. It's been an outstanding performance on and off the field. The dark days of that opening game are behind them now. You wonder how far this Danish side can go. And it sounds crazy, but I actually felt Danish for 90 minutes there. It was just unbelievable. I mean, what a game of football from the beginning of the game. You could see the intent in the Danish team. They took the game to Russia. We are a unit. It's um, it's not one person. It's not me or anything else. It's it's a unit. We are we are backing each other up, and that is the best with Denmark. I think it's the best values we can we can show the world that we stand united. We we are we are helping each other. Tonight's game was fabulous. I mean, a really brilliant game of football. I'm really pleased for Denmark and they play well on Saturday. On Saturday, Saturday yeah. right, Who do you okay. fancy? Not, not all jokes aside, who do you fancy for that one? It's a tough game It's a tough Wales. one to call because Wales are, you know, Wales are doing it again, aren't they? And it's heartache for the Finns. They'll be crying in the streets of Helsinki tonight. But it's Belgium who win this game. They go through top of the group. They'll head to Sevilla on Sunday evening in the round of the last 16. Over now to Group C, where Holland. You've got to say Netherlands now. Yeah, well, I'm going to say Holland. No, it's called the Netherlands. When did that change? No one knows. Okay. The Netherlands finished top of their group. And Australia will run us up after beating Ukraine. It's Austria. It doesn't matter, does it? No, you're right. It doesn't matter. Before this tournament, they had won one single match in their history in the Euros tournament. But Franco Foda... Their head coach celebrates with his coaching staff. It was a positive performance. They were re- rewarded for that positive performance. The change of shape worked. Rather than a back three, they went to a back four. They put Alaba in that left-back position. He looked much more comfortable there. They were absolutely excellent from start to finish. Andrei Shevchenko looked shell-shocked. He can't believe that he's put his team out today knowing a draw would do. And they've turned up and put in such a disappointing performance. And put in by Van Allen for three. It's an exquisite goal, brilliant approach play from the Dutch. The North Macedonians were very game, will have enjoyed the experience of their first international tournament, 
The send-off for Goran Pandev was a very emotional one. It ends in a flood of tears. But he should be justifiably proud of everything that he has achieved, both on and off the field, over the course of such an illustrious international career that has gone on for the thick end of two decades. Right and proper that they give him a guard of honour off the pitch. Been absolutely incredible. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Literally, if you need to break your computer, just do it, as long as the subscribe button has been hit. So a reminder, coming up today on TalkSport and TalkSport 2, we've got two biggies for you. From 7pm, it's the Czech Republic against England on TalkSport. And at 8pm, it kicks off Croatia against Scotland. That's on TalkSport 2. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast. Tiggy Majig is out in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. And, of course, we'll be reacting to the England and Scotland matches. I'm back. Now, this is quite important, gang. I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar with the fun boy. At 10pm on TalkSport 2, straight after the final whistle of both of those games. And then from 11 on TalkSport. So TalkSport 2, taking your call straight after the final whistle for an hour. And then at 11, we return to TalkSport. So tune into that. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Come on, England. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 